You're hearing the Echoes podcast, and I'm John DiLiberto. Today, keyboardist Michael Whalen talks about sacred spaces. He doesn't mean temples and churches, although you may feel like you're in a cosmic version of those when you listen to his album, Sacred Spaces. Whalen is an electronic musician and composer who has made all kinds of music, but on Echoes, we've played his electronic and ambient works and ambient piano albums. All of them are informed by progressive rock, which heavily influenced sacred spaces. We'll hear him talk about it later on. If you need music like this to raise you above the chaos, we have it for you on Echoes and Echoes Online. Echoes Online is our streaming subscription service where you can stream two-hour Echoes programs on demand, and we put out 10 hours of programming every week, as well as exclusive online-only Echoes streams. And you can do it with your mobile device via the free Echoes app, and you should definitely have that by now. Right now, we're offering a special corona rate for those suffering the economic and psychological calamity of the pandemic and the riots. Go to echoes.org and find out about Echoes Online. Michael Whalen was in quarantine when I talked with him in early March, and he came down with the virus about a week or so later. He's okay now. He's going to take us to sacred spaces. Michael Whalen is a chameleon artist. He makes solo New Age piano albums and deep ambient dreams. He scored over 650 TV shows and movies, which just seems impossible. Plus, he's done scores of commercials. In 2020, he released the album Sacred Spaces, an epic, sprawling electronic opus that became Echo's April CD of the Month. I'm speaking to Michael Whalen on Skype in early March, just as pandemic and quarantine is hitting New York City where he lives. Take a look at Whalen's recent videos and photos on his website, and it's clear Michael Whalen has a lot of toys to play with while homebound. His small 10 by 12 room is loaded with keyboards and synthesizers. Back in the 90s, I flirted with all this stuff. At one point in my old studio up in Boston, I had like 40 synthesizers. It looked like Van Gelles' old studio in London. It was ridiculous. So then I went to the total other extreme for about 10 years. I literally had a computer and a screen and a nice pair of studio monitors. He's obviously added some equipment since then. There is something to be said about having a piece of gear that has a knob on it and that sort of visceral pleasure of turning a knob and seeing where it goes. Because with old modular gear, you can't save the sound. So, you know, as you're tweaking the sound, you, you better be in record someplace because you're gonna lose those sounds, you know, as you're tweaking, as you're making all that stuff. What I'll do then is I might have 20 minutes or 30 minutes of me messing around with a modular synthesizer, and that turns into like two and a half seconds of a loop that all of a sudden makes it onto the, onto the album.
these experiments and knob twisting are what happened with Sacred Spaces, an epic concept album. It has all the earmarks of progressive rock from Yes to Vangelis, which are all in the DNA of the 54-year-old composer. My brother is the guy who really turned me on to ambient music. He was the first person to play Brian Eno for me. He was the per first person to play Rainbow Dome music and say, this is Steve Hillage. He was the first person to play Tangerine Dream for me. He was the first person to get me into progressive music and uh, listening to uh, Close to the Edge, yes, which between that and Gates of Delirium on Relayer, I think he and I have probably listened to that together like 500 times, not even joking. Whalen references yes on the opening track of Sacred Spaces, A Metaphysical Morning. If you listen to Metaphysical Morning and then you listen to the opening of Close to the Edge by Yes, you will see that this is a reverential in the best possible way. You know, I have birds tweeting. They have birds tweeting. I mean, literally. It draws you into the drama of the work just as the opening of Close to the Edge did. I love this idea of sort of like fading in on a morning and like, and where are we gonna go now? I, I love this idea that, you know, you could have this 20 or 30 seconds of being like, I don't know where we're going and I don't know what's gonna happen next. And all of a sudden you're kind of going down a tunnel and zoom into your, into your day. Like a lot of progressive rock, Whalen had classical ambitions. This started as a classical project, then I put it away for a long time, then I put it off the shelf. It was so pretentious, like my search for God and blah, 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 blah. The whole, the whole project needed to come back to earth. And, uh, and it took a long time for me to do that. With titles like A Metaphysical Morning, Ordinary Miracles, and In the Footsteps of the Blessed, it seems like God and the search for meaning and blah 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 might still be present in the record. The old concept of the record was Michael Whalen as 40-something year old guy looking for whoever my higher power is. The new context is anything that you think is sacred to you is. And it's not sacred religious, it's important. Like my family is sacred to me, my children are sacred to me, it's sacred. You know, it's not, hey, I'm driving to work and oh my God, I'm lost in the drudge of my life. It's, wow, it's a beautiful day, I'm alive. You know, let's, let's, let's bring some gratitude to this conversation.
A striking aspect of sacred spaces is the expansive sound design, which reminded me of artists like Vangelis and Richard Burmer, who created their own sonic worlds. The thematic material, I mean literally like the melodies, is the only thing that uh, survived from the classical thing that I was going to do. Because I was going to do it like the string orchestra thing, and then I wasn't sure what I was going to do. Anyway, then... I spent three or four months making sounds. I didn't do any tracks. I did nothing but build sounds. And I think what this album represents in a very significant way is my return to sound design. In addition to mixing analog, digital, and software synthesizer sounds, Whalen also used his voice, manipulating it EDM style on the song Devotion. That voice thing is me cut up. So I took my voice, I cut it up, made random pitches of my voice, and then I said, okay, well, let's not be thinking about this melodically, let's just be thinking about this rhythmically, and like, let's just see what happens. There is a world of inspiration on sacred spaces. The track A Thousand Paper Cranes was inspired by a mid-90s trip to Japan to score a Coca-Cola commercial. That experience of being in Japan and going to the Peace Park in Hiroshima was life-changing. When I was there, it was all celebration. It was all music. It was all like beautiful colors. And there was thousands and thousands of these paper cranes hanging with, you know, string and, and kids running around and kites. And it was, it was literally the antithesis of what you'd think would be happening in ground zero in Japan where an atomic bomb exploded. And that experience totally changed my life about tragedy, about people's ability to kind of rebuild themselves and I think ultimately what is the kind of the outer limit of the human spirit. Another track, An Ocean of Candlelight, provides one of the few respites from the sonic and rhythmic assault of sacred spaces, and it was inspired by a sacred space. That experience was, I was in Paris. I was in this old Gothic cathedral called Saint-Eustache, which is beautiful, and they had an organist, this, this man named Jean Glu, who would improvise these incredible preludes before Mass. And the experience was very, very intense because when you walk to the middle of the cathedral, there's no artificial light at all. It's all candles. And when you're standing in the middle of the cathedral, there's a huge like pod of candles, like hundreds and hundreds of candles, and you're surrounded by darkness. And it was really at that moment where I had this very sort of deep existential moment of like, I am a candle. 
and this darkness around us is the universe. And it's just like, I better do something with this time that I have. This brief flickering moment, literally a brief flickering moment that I have. As I said, I spoke with Michael Whalen at the beginning of the pandemic. He subsequently came down with the virus and was ill for several days. He did recover, but he told me he suffered a bit of a relapse after working too hard recently. He's also become the artistic director of the new Mindstream label, which bought up a long-lived New Age label, Real Music, among others. His latest album is Sacred Spaces on the Mindstream subsidiary, Solace. You can add Michael Whalen's Sacred Spaces to your collection. I'll have a link to it in the posting for this podcast at echoes.org. I've also got a review of the album, which was the Echoes April CD of the Month. If you're a member of the Echoes CD of the Month Club, you've been enjoying this album for quite a while. The Echoes CD of the Month Club helps support Echoes and the Echoes podcast. We pick out our favorite album every month and send it to members of the club. Join them and get getting great music every month, and helping to support Echoes. Just go to echoes.org. On the next Echoes podcast, we talk to another electronic musician, but with a very different aesthetic, Emancipator. I'm John DiLibretto. Thanks for dialing up the Echoes podcast. See you next week, tonight on the radio, somewhere in the country, or online right now on Echoes.